This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. everybody welcome back to 19 cats and counting if i was to ask you what the key components were to any healthy relationship i'm willing to bet communication would be high on your list we all need to be heard felt understand and to have that come back to us and it's as important with our animals so today we have leslie nace i am very excited She is all about connecting and healing through intuition and animal communication and teaching us to trust our intuition and what we're doing. And I just can't wait to get started, but we have to stop for the sponsor break. So we'll be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I am your co-host, Linda Hall, and I am here with my other half, Rita Reimers, multi-cat expert and behaviorist extraordinaire. (laughs) Well, you could say the same thing about yourself now. Now that we are partners in the Cat Behavior Alliance, get it? That's why we named it that. We're an alliance when it comes to cat behavior. And it's so exciting. You know, we were just, I was just telling Leslie, the most important thing to me was when I began to learn about communication and what that tail meant. Oh, look, he's happy. And I mean, this is huge. Look how hard people, maybe they have a nonverbal child, how hard they work. They provide iPads and anything to help that communication. And of course we want the same for our animals. We definitely do. So Who do we have with us today that's going to help us with that? We have Leslie Nace. Welcome, Leslie. Welcome. Thank you, you, ladies. This is uh, perfect, except I don't have any ears next time. I'm telling you, you got to have the ears. (laughs) These look more like bunny ears, but it's okay. No. (laughs) (laughs) You guys will see when you see the video version in YouTube. I know you people listening on Pet Life Radio don't know what we're talking about. Right, exactly. (laughs) Leslie, tell us what you do, because this is something Rita and I are aware of, but don't really have a great understanding. So you're the teacher. Get at it. (laughs) Okay. So pet people hire me to communicate and heal their pets because most are stressed out, overwhelmed, and at a loss to understand their pet's needs. Bottom line, I teach people healing techniques that realign and balance their pets, which benefits the pet person as well as the pet. 
so that their shared life together is healthier and more harmonic. Well, it sounds like the same That's goals amazing. we have with our behavior sessions, Leslie. It sounds like we, our two areas dovetail nicely together. Yeah, I really, I think they do. For people who don't know much about animal communication, and, you know, maybe we should just talk about the difference. Yeah, let's do that. Yes, please. So with what I do, I get a name of the animal. I get the, the gender because uh, sometimes, and I'll ask, is that spayed or neutered? It's the they, them original because they don't see he, she. And I get a location and a photograph. So sometimes I also ask, that, you know, I might ask about what's the health issue or the issue. But I, I'm always very careful about that because people can, they love their pets and they go on too much giving too much information because I like to be able to Linda. know it at first, yes. find out what's going on. Are you shaking your heads over that one? I already yes. warned her. It's Don't me. tell her everything. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. <laughs> I'm always the proposed one, just spilling it. Yes. Yeah. So once I get that, I get on the phone with somebody, and so I have their pet already called up in front of me. It's like when I close my eyes, I see a big screen TV in front of me, and I see the pet. And I have to be very careful to set the boundaries because energetically, if you got more than one pet in your household, I'll get several that show up. Oh. And if you're focusing in on one, that's the one energy that I want to begin with. So in my mind's eye, I see your pet and I will start doing energy healing work right away. And that means, you know, I'm, we're, we're video right here, but it means my hands are up and I'm scanning that pet's body from nose to tail tip. And I'm looking for hot spots. What energy, you know, and it feels like right on the palms of my hands, it feels like it's hot. What's there? What's going to draw me in? And once I get drawn into that section, I go deeper. And what does it feel like? Most often with cats, I can get a stomach upset. So it looks like butterflies. You know, and if they are really nervous, I'll get a lot of butterflies. But if they get, maybe they have indigestion, it's like I've got more of the center part of the butterfly seems to get bigger and kind of pop like gas kind of thing. So there's different symbols that I will see that mean different things. And as I go through that, I then will ask questions and things that come up. And very often I will ask, have you seen A? Because if I'm picking up that medically something doesn't feel right, I would remind everybody, I am not a veterinarian. Right. I'm an intuitive. I do animal communication and I do shamanic healing. I'm a practitioner in that form. What is that, Leslie? A shaman is like your indigenous tribes have, we commonly think of them medicine men or women. Uh-huh. Okay, so the shaman in a tribe is one who does what's called journeys. They, it's like going in a meditation, uh, but it's going on a journey. And when I do an example, might be soul retrieval. Like everybody has trauma. Our animals, sometimes that we adopt them, you know, they come with their own baggage. Sure. And they can't, so they act out. 
And it can be due to trauma. And so I might be doing, be called to do a journey to go see where did that trauma happen? Because in this, I can travel back in time. I can see what happened and I can bring that piece of soul back to whether it's a cat, a dog, a horse, or a person so that you have more of your energy in your body with you. And that's what healing's about is wholeness, feeling whole and like you have everything. Wow. Okay. I know I'm blown That's away. Amazing. Yeah, I know, right? We're both like, if neither of us is speaking, there's something up. So, <laughs> do you do this just with living animals or do you do any crossover stuff? Well, at the end of my little spiel, and be careful, interrupt me because I'll go on about things. That's okay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're enthralled, if you couldn't tell. We're just going <laughs> to. We can always tape a part one and part two if, if yes, we go yes, along. Yes. So it's. The answer to that, the short answer is yes. I also love quantum energy, that the science and physics of it helps explain what the ancient traditions have known for years, what the psychic mediums have been experienced for years. And that psychic medium part of me is definitely used for those animals or people who have passed over. And, you know, one of the, the big things that we were chatting real quickly is loss. And that for any of us, you know, even if we feel like our animal knew, our pet knew that we love them, we want to say it one more time. We want to make sure that they know that they were loved and that you're sorry. You know, you did the best that you can. That's the hardest part, Leslie. It is. It absolutely is. So to, for me, it's such an honor to be able to hold that space for people. Oh, <laughs> Allergies. Must be allergies. <laughs> <laughs> Linda was with me when we put my latest kitty down when she was here and visiting just two weeks ago. And um, I usually experience that alone. I've never had someone with me doing that. And I'm a very stoic person. So I didn't really let my emotions out. She let them out for me. <laughs> I wear my heart and everything else on my sleeve, honey. There are no hidden crevices in this person. Right had here. you not been there, Dr. Glenn oh. would have been holding me up because. Oh, I know. I know. I know. We felt, we both said, we felt like we knew that the cat knew what was happening. Um, he you know, I was trying to stand beside as a support person, although I love all of her cats there. I refer to them as my nieces and nephews. So did have a little skin in this game, but I'm not the mama. So I'm going to try to hold back. And she's just loving on this baby. And he moves his head up to get closer to me. Whew. He and wanted like, you involved in. Yeah, moment. he did. And I'm and so Rita said he wants you. So I'm like, OK, because I don't want to interfere in that space, you know, so I got to pet him, too. And it was as horrible as it was, it was kind of beautiful, you know? You know, it's very beautiful. It really is. And, you know, I don't want to make anybody upset, but Rita, that boy is right with you. You know, it's like your left side. I don't know if you got an open door in your room there, that that's where they'd come in. It is like he is sitting on your left side. I can believe that. I can believe that. Oh, I still have the siblings here. His name was Lovey because he was very loving. I took in, it was uh, uh, four feral kittens at eight weeks old. 
Mm-hmm. And three of them tamed down. One never did, but I still have her. But his name was Lovey because he was the most loving of all of them. And he was, wasn't he, Linda? Oh, my goodness. Yes. And he'd come lay at visit. We knew I, we knew before my daughter and I arrived that Lovey was I on knew the it was road. Close. And yeah, yeah. A lot of cancer tumors and just, yeah. And I sat at night, he'd lay on my hip and I'd just talk to him and be like, you know, I want to help you. Are you hurting? We want to do what's best. You know, I'm having these conversations and I'm thinking, do you hear me? I mean, do you speak enough English to catch that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What kind, do you get impressions or do you actually hear them? How does it happen? Kind of all of the the above. I just want to say, I love feral kittens. They are the funniest little things because I, I call them your hiss and spits. I know. Yes. They're full of vinegar, aren't they? Oh, yes. And there's a little learning curve depending on how it, the age was when mm-hmm. you get them. Yeah. Um, so impressions, yes. I, like I said, I... Yeah, the butterflies, but you get other... That's part of that. But if we're talking uh-huh. about... Um, at the a pet that's crossed over. Uh-huh. I have a guide actually who takes me through that process because in my world or my belief here, the guide helps you cross from one world to another. I cannot tell you that the bridge looks like a, a um, rainbow bridge. I can tell you there is a bridge from one world to the other. And I can tell you what my bridge looks like because it's arced up. And as I get permission to go over it, it's then that I see them waiting on the other side so that that's almost sometimes can be like a movie because they'll show me everything that they want their person to know about and lots of times they are disease free they're happy they're running they've got companions the animal and people you know with them and so it can go through that whole realm as to who's there on the other side so the healing for us and the it gives comfort to know. And it can often be that that pet that passed over is going to bring you a person in your life. Not always happen. So there's don't hold me to it, but it can bring other people to the foreground. If that is something that for whatever reason is the right opportunity and the right doorway to open that up. You know up. exactly what I'm thinking, don't you, Linda? Sebastian or Dexter? Because both came to well, my mind. Well, I was actually thinking Sebastian, but yes. Dexter too. My son-in-law, who was just the most amazing young man I've ever known. <sighs> He's been gone. My goodness. Um, It'll coming be up a on year, August months, 20th. Yeah. Oh, it's almost been a year. He so died 10 from months. Co- he 10 died months. from COVID. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. On my daughter, his wife's 32nd birthday. I mean, you can't write this crap, right? Like, this is just like a movie of the week. Every cat we've lost since we've told them, we told Lovey in the, in the room, Sebastian's waiting. Uncle Sebastian's coming. Yes. He was, he was cat crazy. He took in every stray he saw. And I just felt like he was there to greet them. And I, I don't know why. Just, I believe that you have a hard time talking me out of it. (laughs) You know, this is where your your own intuitive knowing and hits comes about. You know, for whatever reason, it was time for Sebastian to leave this this earth as sad as it is for us who are left here. When Mm -hmm. someone leaves the physical form, there is a reason for them, you know, whatever they completed. And absolutely to be always connected to your family. And you kind of said, okay, you got somebody to help you cross the other side. Because there often is, whether I'm helping, I don't help 
animals as much because they're not in comas as much as I do people mm-hmm. who have are at the end of life and they may be in a coma and I'll get a call as to why are they hanging on? And so I'll do journey to help them kind of tie up any loose ends that they feel need to be resolved in that. And then it's just that being able to see that there are either other people or there are animals. The one I did about a month, month and a half ago, she had not only her parents and a sibling who had passed, but she had her very first horse there for her. And I didn't know that, but I, you know, I see this horse and I start describing it and her sister went, oh my gosh, that is her horse. That's the one she needed to ride on. So, you know, you see you're riding off with the rest of the family because that's what they did. How beautiful is that? And we had signs, you know, my daughter being young and in love and only having been married two and a half years is fighting tooth and nail. Like, no, we're not giving up. We're doing anything. And, and believe me, four weeks in a coma on event, we put him through everything, fighting this fight until it was just, and then I believe it was the 19th. She had a dream about him and she came to this peace as much as you can have peace when you're talking about letting go of your husband of two and a half years. Um, And she knew, she knew. And she just said to him, please wait till tomorrow because we were supposed to go out and visit with the doctors. And you know, you're not allowed in because COVID, but they said to us, if they think death is imminent, they will allow us in. So we spoke to them. They allowed us in. We sat with him for probably half an hour, 40 minutes, and he was gone. It wasn't very long at all. And yeah, we just felt like it was this ordained thing. And, and as lousy and tough as my daughter's birthday is going to be every year, it was yeah. also a gift that he waited and gave her that gift to say goodbye and touch him that so many people don't get. So we we just know that came from somewhere else, sure. you know? <laughs> if only we'd known you then, Leslie, could have asked you why he was hanging uh, on honey, so long. I'd have, I'd have had her on FaceTime in that hospital room. Are you kidding <laughs> me right now? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Thinking of all the places retroactively, I could have used Leslie, yes. <laughs> but that's the, that's the key of what you said, the gift. The gift of these animals that share our lives, the gift of the people who share our lives. And, you know, I, you're not the only one who has a relative who passed on their birthday. My niece's father passed on her birthday. Oh. She's much older now than she was at that time. But the gift for her, she finally said, was that on her birthday, Every morning, she woke up with a warm feeling and started to think about her dad. Now, that was a conscious choice of hers. But because she did that on her birthday, she started to feel like I celebrate his life and my birthday all at the same time. And that's really healing. It's helpful for us as humans, but it's helpful for us as pet parents. Because our pets know what great parents you are. Cats, they just, I mean, I'm, I adore cats. Had them I all my life. And they're stoic. And they they're tend to go off and, and die by themselves. And yes. that they do that because they don't want you pulling them back. Energetically, <gasps> they know that it's time. Oh my gosh. I have goosebumps. Wait, wait, wait. We have to take a break, but let's come back and talk about the goosebumps. Okay. For those fortunate to have experienced the deep bond and unconditional love of a companion animal, the death that follows can be one of the most difficult and misunderstood losses to go through. 
Many times, this devastating loss goes unrecognized and trivialized by family and friends, leaving grieving pet parents struggling to find healthy ways to cope with the loss. In And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal for healing the loss of a pet, Dr. Julianne Corbin calls attention to the difficulties unique to the loss of a beloved pet and provides an interactive and compassionate guide to help you process your loss and work towards coming to a place of peace and healing. For those interested in journal therapy and looking for a professionally written and compassionate resource to help understand and reconcile the grief associated with the loss of your pet, this book is for you. And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal by Julianne Corbin is now available for purchase on Amazon and other major book retailers. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back with 19 Cats and Counting, and Leslie just said something that gave Linda and I chills. Something about that they don't want you to interrupt the process. Do you want me to talk about my Rita's pumpkin? pumpkin, yes. I love Seven, another cat that I... She makes me love her old. cats, and it hurts when they go. But I don't know if I should be telling this or let you tell me, but um, <sighs> when he was 17 and it was time, and I knew it was time, he was looking for a place to go. He was trying to get into, I have a jacuzzi tub that the front panels open. I have it all taped up now because they used to go under there. And I'm like, what if they don't come out? He was trying to get in there. Um, finally, he settled on in the kitchen. He, he was trying to get like behind the refrigerator of this little space. And I kept coming out and going, what are you doing? And then he'd look up at me like, get out of here, right? And he was trying to die. And I kept interrupting him. And every time I come out there, I could tell he was dying. I'm like, please don't. And he would, he would look up and stop. And then finally I said, I just, I have to, I have to stay out of there. It was really hard. I slept on the sofa to be as close to him as I could. Mm-hmm. And he passed overnight, but yeah, he kept stopping every time I walked in because he didn't want me to see it, I guess. Well, and a lot of times I counsel people because we're not ready to give them up. Our lives are so much longer in time than the pets we share our lives with. Punky was a favorite too. He was like my favorite favorite. And people get so emotionally attached. I mean, you're very lucky to have more than one cat. Um, Only because you know that your love can spread through all of them. And it's hard for some people because emotionally, especially after a year of lockdown and why people adopted pets, is they felt like they needed to have another body in their household. I get that. You know, and cats have these beautiful purrs that are healing. That vibration is so healing. And that cuddle factor and that part of close to your heart is all there. So, you know, you're exchanging energy. And that's what quantum energy tells us is that we're entangled. You know, you think you've got your energy here and the cat energy here. But actually what you are experiencing over here is exactly what your pet is experiencing. And often if you have some kind of disease or you're stressed out, you can bet your one of your cats 
or several are going to feel that as well. And so that entanglement shows how you come together on. Oh, whenever I'm sad, they're right there. All of them. It's like I have 19 cats. Okay. Right. It's like they wait in a line Mm -hmm. sometimes and like one will lay on me and it's like next, next, next. I mean, you can't ask for more nurturing and love than that. I have a picture of you laying on your side when I was there and there's a cat here and a cat here and a cat and you just go down her body and then there's a couple on the mattress and they're waiting in line. Like they're waiting in line at Disney for that ride, you yeah. know, like I'm the ride. My turn. Yeah. Yeah. You're the ride. There's a couple of questions I have about the healing. So for one, you were talking about their healing purrs. So we don't understand it, but we have totally experienced this. Yes. My daughter has a lot of health issues. God bless her. The one who just lost her husband and she has seizures and they have, if it's out there, we've tried it. And it's, they're long drawn out processes where she gets a warning and she starts getting hot and then things expand and then she seizes. And then afterwards she's crazy for a little while, you know, and it, it's really a lengthy and horrible process. So one day she's over here and she said, I'm feeling hot. Uh Oh, you know, warning, warning. So I'm like, well, sit here, you know, let's try, but I'm dreading it. And my cat Kismet, Kismet was rescued from a feral colony, was not a feral cat, was like, purr, purr, I love you. Thank you so much. Was in horrible shape. He's FIV positive. I got him in Ohio all the way from North Carolina, thanks to Rita and and Terry (laughs) at at the Fur Rescue. And he's just one of those that's really bonded with my soul. He jumped up on Nikki's lap and it was the craziest thing to see. He was like touching her face and he was purring loudly and differently than usual. And he would just settle into spots. He stopped her seizure cold. She never seized. It's never done that before. No. So so here's the thing that went on. So what he did, he's a healing healer cat. You know, he's got that ability within him. So heal uh purrs are vibration. They're that sense of energy that goes out and kind of like waves. So first of all, in getting up next to her and touching her face by putting the paws on was almost like an actual healer. You know, it's like a a parent. We kiss our children to make them feel better. But the most sensitive parts of our body are our lips and our fingertips. So the cat paws have the same thing. They're very sensitive. So he's putting it there. He's reading her energy and he matched her energy with that per vibration and that was what was enough to snap her out of. Yeah, because it's a different purr to it, like changes pitch. Yeah. And when we were in South Carolina, she started feeling that way. And your Dexter jumped My up Dexter on her and stopped it. And we were like, there's two of them. Well, <laughs> Dex- Dexter was sent to me by Sonny. He he landed on my porch. After Sunny passed, I said, I'm not taking in any more cats unless they land at my doorstep. Next day, <laughs> after Sunny died, Dexter shows up on my porch. We were in the middle of a behavior session. In fact, I said, excuse me, there's a cat outside. <laughs> of course, as any good cat lover, she just dropped work completely and went after that cat, right? Like- <laughs> and then he didn't come back for a week. And a week later, I'm on the phone with Linda and he shows up again. He's all curled up on something on my deck. I said, let me go outside and see if I can pick him up, bring him in. Yeah. He was like, yeah, sure. He just came in like, oh, he's always been here. I live here. I really think Sonny sent him. Well, he most likely did. And energetically, he again was a match. So oh, this is the right vibe, you know, environment for me. And all I my cats love him. Environment. And I just walk in and there's no threat. So you easily match up to everybody else in the pack. 
He really was, wanted to go home with Linda, but he really bonded with Linda more than Linda's going to get a divorce if she brings a 12th cat into this house. Her <laughs> husband has reached. He has been so amazing and patient, but there's some about number 11 that just pushed him to the end. You could just see him teetering there. <laughs> oh, we're not done talking. Yet. We have a little time, but I would love I wonder, is this possible if, if you come back on a show and maybe do a reading for one of us? Sure. Is that possible? That would be yeah, awesome. I can definitely do that. Leslie, now we're going to fight over which one of us gets I to know, do it. I know, right? <laughs> ah! Well, and, and the other thing I wanted to ask you in regards to healing is Rita and I have had this conversation. She started a cat's only pet sitting business in Los Angeles a million years ago. 2003. Yeah, a million years ago. And ran it. And then I helped run it for, I don't know, about three years, I suppose. About four. And it was, was it about four? And yeah. it was, I still remember the first cat we got in that had asthma and needed an asthma inhaler. And we were like, this is odd. And then more are coming in. And more of course, and more, it's LA, LA with the fog and the smog. Well, that's true too. But we got some in North Carolina yeah, too. Yeah, we did. The cancers, the diabetes, the thyroid. The thyroid. The, the sub-Q fluids the the asthma inhalers it just felt like it was growing yeah, and why exploding is so and yeah so here's my question to you when you work with clients are you just looking at the cat or are you looking at the person as well both really because uh there's a lot of times that we get people that really don't realize the amount of attention cats need or we'll walk into their houses and there's nothing that says a cat lives there. No cat trees, no cat toys, the litter's disgusting. So we try as much as we can, but we don't do that business anymore. But the 18 years we had it, we try as much as we could tactfully to educate our clients, but it's not one of those deals where we could just bulldoze in and go, oh, you need to do this. And you, you know, right. it had to be finessed. Yeah, definitely does. Yeah, they're like, I didn't call you for this, right? You're a cat sitter. Yeah, but we yeah, had a few we, people complain. Yeah, we always do a meet and greet for, we dude, we did a meet and greet first <laughs> so that we could um, catch the energy between the people and the pet too. And especially if there were medications, how are you doing this? What is your routine? What is the cat most comfortable with? So yeah, all of the above. <laughs> Which is so important because again, you know, you're looking at what are the habits? What are the environment? What is the energy? And as we have come to this industrial age, there is not just within the house, there is outside of the house. So if you've ever heard of what ley lines are on the earth, ley lines are energy lines that cross the earth. And with more industrial um, businesses, what happens is energy runs across those ley lines. Some of those ley lines are great and some are not so great. But they run through your house and they run through your property. Now think of an electric pole and the transformers, those big round yeah. things. Yeah. Okay. So a power surge comes through that, hits that transformer. Now it keeps going straight, but it also goes, hits the ground. If you're near some of those or if you're near power stations, when they've got energy blast and surge going on, where does that energy go? travels along the ground uh -huh. and into your house into your house so sometimes that affects your environment what also infects your environment are places i don't want to pick on golf courses but anybody who's got a beautiful lawn how are you keeping that dandelion free what are you using on yeah it? chemicals or what have you right right you've got cat paws that are licking it all right. And then people say, but my cat doesn't go outside. 
Right. But you do. Mm-hmm. You bring it in on your shoes and your clothes. You bring it in on your shoes and your clothes. You also bring in your stress, your worry. That your we know. Problem. And you can be very much out of balance, which puts our animals out of balance and out of alignment because they're, they're trying to be that partner to you in your life. They're there to help you realign and rebalance. So it is an education all sure. the way through. It is a, a, you know, a time to stop and go, well, what am I doing that might affect, you know, this cat that I live with or cats, you know? I'm, uh, I'm thinking about that behavior client right now. Uh, you took it <laughs> out of my head. Yeah, Ow. we have a very, a couple moved in together and they each had a cat and we have a very, very overprotective daddy to his little girl cat. And it's He's really scared. interfering with the two cats getting to even start bonding together. Yeah. His baby is very docile and her baby is, I got to check this out. I'm high energy. I'm, I'm the alpha. And so they sent us this video of them trying to do what we had talked about and getting them together. And you can see, so I played the video like 80 times, you know, and I'm only <laughs> looking at this cat and then I'm only looking at this cat and then I'm only looking at dad and I'm only looking at mom before they even start dad's toes are twitching. And he's just, and I'm like, you're building up and he's he's got the water bottle ready in case there's a fight he's got which we up. told him no water bottle just, yes <laughs> and he's just ready to lose it and so when i wrote back my my take and my constructive criticism i said i get it i get it i get it i'm a parent i get it but let me tell you athena's perspective oh crap he picked up that water bottle why would he do that i didn't do anything wrong why is he holding that water bottle oh my gosh he's twitchy he's full of stress i'm full of stress i don't know what's wrong but i know there's something you know? beautifully said i love that linda thank great. you because that's, that's it's one of those things that i question am i trying to humanize the animal too much but this is what i'm looking at and i and i know cats are empaths so i'm like they are number one this cat feels what you feel you've got to take a chill pill dude i don't know how you're going to accomplish <laughs> it but you got to take a chill let's send him some medical marijuana maybe there i don't know go. there you go there you go <laughs> i think yeah. they got it when you wrote that last email just that way yeah i'm like yeah and then yeah and then you know her cat just wants to check out that new toy and play with it and check it out and see what it's all about yeah the fact that he's she's doing it in a jaunty explosive way scares the people but i'm like look even if she's going after it, the other cat can go climb well, the cat tree. Well, they put her we're on good. a harness. What did they expect? Because they were scared it was going to get out of control and their baby was going to die. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. You just said a key. They put it on a harness. Who's holding the end of that leash? Mommy's. Uh, mommy's. mommy's What's holding the it? energy that's going down that leash? Oh, that's good. Yeah, mom. Well, she's pretty chill. It's dad. Yeah, she was not nearly, she wasn't twitching, but you know she was like crap here we go exactly. you know yeah. you know I'm, af I'm afraid they're gonna break up before we get this resolved <laughs> i keep telling them i've done step kids i feel you but you cannot you know you cannot get an idea in your i just imagine that he's thinking that her cat is this horrible bully who wants to hurt his precious baby is she thinking oh my gosh enough with the wussy child you know and and they're you know they're gonna come to resent each other so well, let's let's hope not one of the things that i do give when people come to my website and my website's being rebuilt because the framework disappeared so um but you know you can sign up for my email and you will get a free heart to heart meditation and in this meditation it's about 15 minutes long it teaches you to come 
connect with your own heart. And there's signals as humans that help us. Now, in anything, I'm sure you do the same thing. When I teach people, I teach them first about being aware and being observant, not only of yourself, but of your, of your pet. Because once you expand and have that awareness, then you can go deeper within yourself. So quick, simple, three fingers, take them, you place them on your heart. So where you place your fingers and where you place your energy or attention is where your energy goes. This right now is, uh, Greg Braden is talking a lot about this, but it's an in ancient technique. And that's one of the reasons why he's talking about it. So once you do that, you want to be in a relaxed state. And it's perfect to do morning or night when you're relaxed. And so you might close your eyes. And then you're going to take in three breaths, in through the nose and out through the mouth. Now on the next two, each time you breathe in, think of breathing in this beautiful energy and exhaling anything that no longer belongs to you. And then you take that last breath and you feel your whole body relaxing and going deeper and deeper. And now your attention is focused on your heart and you start to feel your heart energy. It's growing. It's growing bigger and bigger and it's going out in waves. And bring one pet to mind. See it in your mind's eye. Now feel your heart get so incredibly big and oh, because it's got love in it for this pet. And the love for this pet is just filling up all of your aura and outside your energy field and goes beyond your fingertips. Now, the next step, we're going down and dirty, ladies, so it's real quick, but I want you to see one cat in front of you, the one you just thought of. In your mind's eye, picture that cat right there. Now, picture yourself sending a thread of energy from your heart to that cat's heart. Send it out to that cat and see what the cat does. See how it feels that energy. And that love is now going beyond the cat and right into this beautiful love bubble around your cat. And as you exhale and start to take a new inhale, your cat is sending you this beautiful thread of love as well. And you start to feel it. You feel it in your heart and then it expands from your heart to your upper chest, your abdomen, down your legs, but down your arms, it starts to envelop everything from the feet to the head. And you feel your cat sending this beautiful energy to you as you send the energy to your cat. And as you have another inhale, you start to feel complete and whole and relaxed and you start to bring back your energy as your cat brings back its energy to its body. And you feel both of you are still connected, but you're not sending that thread out anymore. You're feeling only your own energy. You're bringing it back. You're bringing back all that love, that vitality, that health and wellness within your body. And it's reflected in your cat's body as well. So on this breath, you start to feel your toes and your fingers and the rest of you coming back into your body in this place, at this time, at this moment. And when you're ready, you just open your eyes. I'm looking around. I'm like, I want to see was... if 
the one so I was thinking cool. of came in the room. She didn't. Yeah, yet. that's what I thought. We'll see her come in because I'm focusing. On, yeah. Oh, I my was God. thinking about was, sweetie pie, pie pie. That was amazing. Well, um, you know, the cautionary tale is do one at a time because yeah. you're overwhelmed with too many coming in. Oh my gosh, I, I have yeah. 19 nights. I have to do. And then start yeah. over. Uh-huh. 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 There's a morning session where you hit four, and then an afternoon, and then a late afternoon, and then right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Right. We've had a lot of. Um, so when my son-in-law passed away, um, because my daughter is disabled, she really couldn't make ends meet, keep the apartment, so she had to move back home. As every 32-year-old wants to come back and live with their mother when they've been on their own since 19. But she brought her four cats with her, so which of course she did. I mean, what am I going to say? No, you can't bring them, but. Let me tell you, yeah, integrating four at once with seven, yeah, it was tough. And a dog, they have a dog too. Oh, yes, a night chihuahua, yes, my poor, special little son, and a 16 year old son, yes. Oh, yes. and a husband, too. oh, yeah, him too. Yeah, he's around somewhere. <laughs> I don't have any it of that, it's just, just me and the cats, chaos and insanity. And I think that's what pushed my husband to the edge of no more cats because you know, we had inappropriate behaviors, of course, and you know, and trying to get that calm and being concerned that everybody, you know, are you, are you unhappy? Do you feel like you fit in? Are you finding your place? You know, right. You know, another one piece of advice is that you're not going to change that brain mode when it's in high anxiety, you know, it's focused on whatever it's focused. Do you want to pick those times where you're calm and it's calm? And that's where you start to go, you know, just the first part of that the three breaths, and I think I say that in the meditation, it is a signal to your body that everything is safe. Everything's okay. So you get in that calm space and that's what you're projecting then to any of your cats that you're talking to or any other pet. I wonder if that would help you sleep, Linda. I'm thinking, yes, very well. Yes, that's what I'm thinking because my mind is always going crazy with all these things and that's what I need to do. I need to just get rid of the crap and pull in the good and get some rest. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's something that you could do. I mean, if you want one for just yourself without any interference of the cat, you just let me know and I'll re-record it because sometimes, you know, people just need that as well as how do you unwind? How do you let go? And that's some of that's, you know, that's a whole nother show there. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, I mean, I am by and far we could not do alone. another show. We'd yeah, love we to have could. You back for sure. I, I by far am not alone and I have not got anything nearly as bad as a lot of people have, but these last couple of years have been a lot of death, autoimmune illnesses with me, just a lot of junk, you a know, lot of and, loss. We lost yes, the business. Just yes. A lot of loss. And the grief. And, you know, I joke about the widow who cries upstairs, you know, <laughs> it's a lot to carry. Right. So it's a lot to carry. Ah, uh, so it's some of that meditation too, Linda, if we could get um, that cat daddy Mr. Anxious Cat Daddy yes, to do that's some what of I'm this. Thinking. That's what he needs to do. Cause yeah, there's no shader, but I kept trying to throw in disclaimers. Like, I don't blame you, dude. I got it. You feel like your child is, is in a, in precarious, dangerous position. Yeah. And we all become mama tiger when our children are threatened, but you're not helping the situation and we right. have to find a way. We got um, acquainted with uh, catfairies.com. Anti-catfairy makes all holistic natural. Are you aware of anti-cat fairy, Leslie? Oh, I love this. I'm going to go look it up. Cat fairies, F-A-E-R-I-E-S. I'll send it to you. I'll send yes, you the link. I'm telling you. So she turned us on to, I, I like, does it say anything that the bottle is always sitting next to me? It's called Convivial House Cat and it's all natural. I don't have one food. up here. 
You can spray it in their food. You can I spray it, which made me feel better here. because so many calming aids were like, do not spray on countertops. I'm like, then All it's right. not good for my cat. But, and you can just put some on your hand and pet the cat and it just chills them out and helps to reduce that tension so much in a natural way. Absolutely. You know, and I would love to try that out because I'm with you. There are some combinations for cats that do the opposite of what you're asking for. Right. And I am a great believer in spraying your fingers. There are scent animals. Don't spray it on your animal. Yes. On your fingers and right by their ears and their jawline. Right in there is where oh, you want to put it. Okay. There, All right. They've got glands right in there. Right. So that's, that's what you're rubbing it into as they rub into your socks or whatever else. Yes. That's where their nose is going to pick it up. You don't want to overwhelm okay. that nose. You want it to be yeah, back it. a little bit close enough. Well, her my cat, Boo Boo. My Boo Boo, yeah. Ah! He asked for it. He wants it. He wants me to yeah. give it to him. But maybe it's yeah. partly the attention. But um, he'll go and he'll knock the bottle over and I'll pick it up and he'll just stand there waiting for me to put it on him. Absolutely. They know what works with them, you know, and if it's the right combination, then they vibrate to that. And so why wouldn't you want something that feels good? Yes. I, I said, perhaps is the first time he did it. We were on the phone. We're on the phone a lot. And uh, I said, uh, you know, maybe he feels the tensions rising, which usually cause him to spray. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is the first thing we've ever found that has reduced his tension. Now, maybe he feels it and he's coming to you saying, mom, help me out here. You know, quite often, I love this that, that you've mentioned that because quite often I recommend, do you use anything? You know, have you tried? And I'll recommend, I said, and always, you know, check with your vet, but this is, this is what I'm picking up because there's sometimes when you asked about what do I, I mean, I, I visually see, but not everybody does. Some people hear sounds. I don't hear sounds, I don't hear voices, but I hear almost like a conversation sometimes. But what I'm seeing, and it's my perception, but I'll feel it in my body. If that cat's not feeling well, and it's got an upset stomach, I'll go like, oh my gosh. Or, you know, right in the throat part area, that's where it's burning for you. So, you know, I do feel and get those kind of senses. And I can get a and I often think I wish I knew my flowers better because there's this smell. It's got to be around your house somewhere. This is a good smell or it's not a good smell. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes it's a good smell and they want to know, are you going to plant those again? Or is that, you know, somewhere there? And <laughs> yes. questions. Asking for what they need. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So, so Unfortunately, we're running a we're I running a little long. We oh. need to get this website address so yes, that everybody who's sure. hearing this can reach out to Leslie because yeah, we're fans. And, we're, and we, we're we're done. We're fans. We'll definitely put it in you know the write up below yes, the yes. video and on Pet Life Radio. So tell everybody, Leslie, how can they find you? So the website is Intuitive Animal Healing. So if they put in the www intuitiveanimalhealing.net dot net okay dot net so we'll make sure we get that yes up and uh, we want everybody to be able to find you read about you do that heart to heart session with Leslie and start getting yourself more grounded and and more uh, communication with your your animals because there's so much that they tell you that you miss if you don't know how to pick it up and it's the biggest gift in the world so to know that your cat has 
felt what you were trying to send and to see signs back that your cat's picking up on that and really loves you. I mean, what's every parent waits till the day that their kid can say, I love you. So, you know, we, we want even my feral brownie who doesn't like to be touched still, she gives me blinky eyes. She lets me know I love you. Yeah. yeah. Every now and then she'll come and she'll sit in my in the living room and just stare at me. But if I go to touch her, she's gone. She's sister. <laughs> I'll be in your presence. Just don't touch me. Yeah. Even energetically, heart to heart. Yeah. I'll try yeah. that with her. Yes. There are other ways to reach out. Yeah. She's, uh, I mean, I've had her as long as I've had her siblings and all three of all the other three tamed down beautifully. And I handled her the exact same way and she just wasn't having it. Genetically, <laughs> she's just a little too in touch with those feral, I think. You know, there's yeah. just a little too much. She's my cat's cat because they all love her. I have one of those. <laughs> Leslie, we can't thank you enough. This has been crazy good. I mean, I it has been, it is healing and rewarding and informative. And yeah, we're fans. We're fans. Well, and just <laughs> con confirming a lot of the things that we think we know. Yeah. We actually well, do know, right, Leslie? Yes. It's been my honor and pleasure, ladies. I mean, I was thrilled to pieces. That I was just, we've talked about this, and then I stumbled upon you and was like, I found her. I found the yeah. one I want. I want this woman. <laughs> well, definitely have you back. I'd love yes, to please. for you to do a session for one of us so people can see what it's like. Yes. And just thank you so much. And again, I have to thank Linda Hall, my awesome co-host. And most Ooh, especially our wonderful producer, Mark Winter, who gave us the spot on Pet Life Radio. We really appreciate all your help and hard work. Definitely. So what is it we always say, Linda? Every, Every day, day is Catter Day. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.